Professional football in America is a special game, a unique game. Played nowhere else on earth, it is a rare game. The men who play it make it so. Hey, everyone in, let's go. Huddle up on three, one, two, three, huddle, huddle up. up. I can't play football before. He calls them nothing. You hear me? And please, just like we do. Yes, sir. And sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the refs gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then. Let's play. But that team, that's two. That gives us two. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it up now. Let's go. Back to back man you do not see this in college football but the georgia bulldogs bludgeon their way to back to back glory glory georgia as the fight song says And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. You are looking live. Hello everyone, welcome back, Huddle Up Podcast. We are live January the 16th, 2024. We're glad to be back with you for another one. And uh, if you are not with us uh, on the live show, make sure uh, wherever you are listening or watching, you give us a subscribe YouTube, all podcast platforms. If you are with us live, give us a like and a share. We would certainly appreciate that and uh, welcome in the crew here. The full house once again. Uh, we want to thank uh, Mikey B for uh, hopping on with us last week when we were a couple men down. We certainly do appreciate that. Um, but uh, the gang is all here. Just want to remind everyone to uh, get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Subscribe to us. On uh, or follow us on Huddle Up Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. We are back on Instagram at Huddle Up Podcast Inc. Uh, so you can follow us over there as well. Uh, Devin joining us, Sam. Devin uh, hanging in, hanging out with the crew on a Tuesday. Uh, we certainly do appreciate the support as always. Uh, make sure again, uh, if you are watching us on our YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. We are uh, we are up, I think, close to seventy five. Uh, we are getting closer to our goal. I set kind of a, a goal of 150 subscribers by Super Bowl Sunday, so we're on our way. We've been uh, we've been growing that page, so I certainly do appreciate that. Oh, Devin firing shots early, Matt. You can get them in uh, back at Devin uh, here in a minute. But uh, EJ, how are we doing he this looks, week, Matt? You look depressed today, man. You okay? Fine. You, you need a hug? No, I'm good. <laughs> Well, I you was can, expecting you can, it. It happened. It's, it's true. It's over. I don't have to worry about it. You can join. You can join me on the couch right here, Big Jim. You can join me on well, the couch you right here. Have like four more teams. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. See this, 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 the way I do I it. Yeah. Jim, yeah. you can join me on the couch right here too, as well. And Devin, yourself, Dolphins. Join EJ, me if I join you in that couch, a lot of weight in that van. Do you have the shocks to support that? We'll, we'll make it happen. We'll, we'll make it. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Hey, happen, like Iowa. Right, since all you guys have a seat on the couch, I'll go ahead and make the beer the, the beer run. I'm, apparently, I'm the one that's still active here. So, <laughs> wow, just wow. Well, wow. Fuck you, Cap. Um, you deserve that. 
Matt. <laughs> Matt, how we doing this week? Doing well. I'm uh I have stress free football the rest of the season, so looking forward to just taking in some games. Uh, I guess go Lions at this point. I don't really care. Uh yeah, my Lions, they're probably at the number at uh, the top of my list. There's there's a few well, there's one team I'm definitely not rooting for. Uh I won't give you I'll give you a hint. Well, but um Damn right but uh <laughs> besides that i think i'm pretty much good uh with everybody else i think i prefer I, to not see the chiefs again yeah the homes is kind of getting on my nerves but other than that i mean yeah okay. i would i would chiefs would be at like the bottom of my list but then again well there, <laughs> there's a team that's not even on the list they you know you know that whole thing um but, but uh Besides, you know, the yeah, Chiefs would be at the bottom of list, uh, team, list of teams that I'm okay with. I mean, let me put it that way. Um, I don't think Mahomes hate. Am I the problem here? It's fatigue, that's all, on their end. Anyway, not I think he's just, I'm, I'm a little tired of the constant asking for the flags. That's more it for me. Like, I, I have no disrespect against him as a player. I think he's fantastic. But I think the constant, like, every three plays looking at the refs like he gets looked at when he's oh you mean like patrick beaver Beatty? except you know he could actually run unfortunately cool yeah unfortunately welcome to every single star player in the history of sports who does the same shit michael jordan did the same damn thing uh, uh, was, jordan complained to refs all the time too trust me i'm not i mean basketball is a little different i would say too hey. because there's a lot more contact that you can ask for in, right. in those instances and I'm not saying that Mahomes is the only one to do it. It's just right. more noticeable. To me. And B, I don't think Jordan did it that much. Let's be clear. No, no, no. LeBron's worse than Jordan. We're going to put it in like comparison. But, and Brady's yeah. worse than Jordan. And Edelman's worse than Jordan. Like, if we're going to have this conversation. I mean, but people also complain about Brady doing it. Yeah. So I don't think the complaints about Mahomes doing it is anything wrong or different than. I'm saying Mountain versus Molehill is what I'm saying. Ah. I mean, it's, it's he's the most prominent about it, and he his team is the when your receivers can't catch, you gotta beg for something, guys. That's fair. I mean, they could beg them to learn how to catch a football, but maybe that's just not. We don't see practice. Maybe maybe that's just me. But uh, um, like I said, if the if 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 the if the Chiefs win, I'm fine with it. it you know. As long as it's not one win, certain they're... team that doesn't win, then I'm good. Yeah, they're they're just towards the bottom of yeah. the list of teams. Yeah, and and that I would want yeah, I like win. I like new new teams getting some of the love as well. So, uh, but student of the game, Kyle Nash. Now that I've hit the button seven times, how are we doing this week? It's only been four. <laughs> Listen, I I, I knew oh maybe I saw into the future. Listen, I what shit, I would have had the over. But listen, I, I'm aware that you're dealing with your pain and you're not gonna express it here on the show because nothing I believe you said before we went on the air, nothing anyone says here tonight can hurt you worse than what happened this past weekend. That is which true. Is, which is why coming to you with this news, I think what's going on, Burn? Coming to you with this news um will not have the bite that I was afraid it would, but I'm afraid I have to as a as an ethically charged member of this panel and it pains me to do this but there is a complete and total albeit hilarious and humorous misappropriation of one lucifer morningstar and the unfortunate truth is uh -huh. the, person, the person behind it 
is one who I hold dear without having met, but we'll meet soon. But Mrs. Big Jim let loose a Lucifer Morningstar about how she tried to tell me and I didn't listen. Mrs. Big Jim, you didn't tell me anything. You handed it to your meat shield here to tell me I mean, on she's the not, show. I mean, she's not on the show, Kyle. And you didn't tell me either. Matter of fact, meat as shield. I had to embarrassingly inform you from the damn media room at, at the Am- or excuse me, the Kia Center, it changed, DJ. I had to inform you. I told me, but I couldn't listen during my coverage of the Magic with A7B. Well, yeah, but I mean... The, that is misappropriation of the Lucifer Morningstar. I disagree because uh, I think we can. I think we can check the tape. I think she did comment that Michigan was going to win. I think I commented or I predicted Michigan. My lock of the week. You know, yeah, yeah. You you were you but were you the only one that that did not let me the Morningstar. That is not what happened. I'm just saying. I saw you. You lost me a meat shield. I'm still meat shielding now. Yeah, no, both of you lost your mind. That's so good. Is that our next? Is that our next shirt? Uh, Devin wonders. Yep, Devin, Devin wonders what uh, bandwagon you're going to hop on next and derail EJ. I, I'll, I'll add go the Ra- derail part. Oh, well, sorry, Lamar. Yeah, well, sorry, Ravens fans. See, you know why that's even more sadistic is now he's basically guaranteed that Lamar's going to get hurt. Thanks, EJ. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or at the very least, just lose. Like, I mean, it's it's. Yeah. We we know we know how he does. We know how he does here. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, let's head over. Let's do this. Let's get this show on on the road. As we do each and every week on the show, we look back at the weekend that was, and we look at the good, we look at the bad, we look at the ugly. Uh, we will start with the good. Ernest DJ Christian, what was good this past weekend? Michael, this weekend, actually, honestly, I had a couple individual things here, but honestly, I think the good this weekend for me was for the first time in this new 17 per conference setup for Wildcard Weekend, it was actually competitive. There was actually some surprises, and there were actually some, you know, you know, every some, single some, game some, was a blowout. No, 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 I'm about, no, no. I'm talking about surprises. I'm talking what like, the fuck are you talking about, man? You know, for example, uh, Buck beating the Eagles, which made him surprised to you, but it still wasn't upset. There were actually some upsets this weekend for once. You I know, as, as I said last last week, my lock of the week was multiple upsets. Now, I, I didn't think there, I didn't think the games Don't that happened were the ones that happened, but at the same time, I'm just glad we had some freshness, if you will. Texans, Bucks in the second round of playoffs. Are you, are you kidding me? Really? I mean, you were going to get the Browns in somebody if the if the Texans. What universe? We were about the Browns being a Super Bowl contender a few weeks ago. You, you don't you, don't you, don't you put that on us. We all don't you put that on us. Ricky Bobby. What are we talking about? Oh, some variety. The Buccaneers have been in the playoffs like every fucking year for the past four years. Gr- I'm sure glad that new upstart team, the Green Bay fucking Packers, is in the oh, second oh, goddamn another, another round. One, another one. Remember, like the last couple of years, why are we going seven teams? These seven teams can't beat the two seeds in the first round. Ooh. No, you made oh, So it happened once. Me. Sorry. Spoiling that party, uh, Jim. So it happened you once because the Cowboys shit on themselves. Oh, what are you doing here? That's a, hey, that's a you problem, buddy. 
It is a me problem, but, but okay, so one time, and it's a fucking blowout, too. It's not like it was a good game. What was competitive about that? Yeah, the competitive I'm saying, part of If you bring up the score, it's bullshit. That's the wrong part. That's the wrong part. My, I think my, my, my larger point is the freshness of it. There's nothing Packers. fresh about that. If you if you had your bingo card before the year started, Packers, Texans, uh, who's the other team? And the Bucks, and it's like one of the playoffs before the year started. I would have fucking laughed you in the fucking face. So three out of 14 surprises. <laughs> That's still pretty a lot. It's still a lot though for first round. First round. Is it? Yes, it is. That's not even a quarter. Calm calm down, okay? That's literally not even twenty five percent. You got a seven seed there also too on top of that. Come on now. So much wrong. Dumb fucking cowboys losing to the Packers and not even being close. You got out. Your team got outscored by the Cowboys in ninety to ten. I don't want to hear fucking anything about how bad the Cowboys are. I long acknowledged that fucking months ago. What are we doing here, Jim? Like, seriously? We're doing that now? You can't just use the term your team with EJ. We need a fucking clarification. Exactly. Your your Giants, EJ. About time. Took you three fucking years to do that in the show. Your Giants. Yeah, well, the Cowboys also clobbered your Eagles and your... How many other goddamn teams were there? Slow your ass down. I'm not an Eagles fan. Stop that. Shut your ass. Allegedly. Jill Hurts fan, though. Yeah, go ahead. Allegedly. So, wait. So, okay. Um... Close games, there was precisely one. Um, upsets, and then you mentioned the Bucks. Technically not an upset. No offense, Matt. Um, I worded it wrong. I should have said the surprises this this weekend. There were some surprises this weekend. Okay. Nothing went the, the only real surprise was the Packers over the Cowboys. Well, I, I, I still think that, the hold, on, hold on, hold on, EJ Christian. The, you say surprises. If it's such a surprise, then how was I able to go five and one this weekend, bitch? What a smart guy, buddy, bitch. Oh, oh, up at market fourteen oh four. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going based on Vegas. I'm going. I'm just going based on Vegas. That's all. Hashtag you. Yeah, multiple sets. I mean, if you want to call this Super Wild Card weekend good, that's a you problem. That's not an us problem. I mean, cool. Texans won. That was fun. Not a good game. Uh, Chiefs won. Super fresh. Also not guess, a good game. I guess maybe I enjoyed the Cowboys lost too much. The Eagles lost too much. Big call. Yeah, good. you, you probably did. Yeah, that's that's I cool. Nice for that, guys. Again, couch sitting here if you want to. Yeah. 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 Nothing. It wasn't a good wild card weekend, man. What's a couch <laughs> for you? In terms of the games. It's, as a football fan. Like... Well, I mean, don't like again. I mean, trust me. I get, I get the joy of watching your rival team losing. I mean, it, it made me. It was the first smile I had on my face in 24 hours. So, like yeah. that, that that softened the blow a little bit. But like right, besides that, I mean, most of the games were not good, man. They weren't. As a football fan, it wasn't. It wasn't the Bills Steelers. That that was a fun game. That was surprising because it well. Not really surprising if you've listened to me talk about the Bills for the last couple of years. That game was that game was a synopsis of the entire year. Yeah, they, you know, because I'm sitting there the right after halftime. They're gonna fucking do it again, aren't they? They're gonna do it again. But uh, uh, I, I, guess I, I apologize, point, Jason. Why Rams Lions was good as well. I should reward it. it. It's the freshness, having some new teams in, on the block now coming here and then playoff. Right. Play that's right. Right. That's, that's what it's short that way. So I apologize. You stumble your way across. The finish <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, it's the it's the the finish line Eventually at the bottom of the hill, and he started tripping. We were, we were going to get the there. Eventually, we were, we were getting there. 
you know, here's the thing. You're welcome. We got you there. Thanks for the push push, Kyle. He, he was it quarterback sneak ass hat. Listen, you did that on purpose, you son bitch, and I know <laughs> you know me too well, buddy. But hey, listen, it's good. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> did I just fuck you in studio with <laughs> that's awesome? Um, no, listen. Um that's great. God. I, you knocked me over by timing it so well with the soundboard, Jim. This is what this is what talent looks like, and it's about to make me right. cry. Um now cool. We'll just keep going. All right, Kyle, what was your good from this past weekend? Listen, um I, I know despite the fact of being stymied by losing a must-win game in week one, Josh Allen played some quality football, guys. I, I listen. For all the ish all of us talked, including me, who had them actually making the playoffs and winning the division at the beginning of the year, but nobody's talking about. Um, I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Um, uh, to see Josh Allen run the football the way he did and throw the football the way that he did and uh, points in the game where uh, Diggs was missing, and yet still they did what they did. Granted, Steelers no T.J. Watt. I'm not here to tell you they're a Super Bowl team, but it was a good performance by Josh Allen. And listen, all the time I've spent here – in the security van toilet, letting loose on Josh Allen along with you boys, I felt like I I felt compelled to point out a very solid playoff performance. Uh yeah, I mean it, it the 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 Bills almost doing the Bills thing wasn't wasn't a Josh Allen problem. Um, well, can you give a little credit to Mike Tomlin and the Steelers that just being a tough ass team. I like come they, on, they are a tough ass team, and that's fine. Close. But when you're when you start a game like that at home, you shouldn't let any opponent back into a game like that. I mean, I'll put it this way. Your Cowboys tried to show signs of life. Did they? What, when, the, what, what, when the Packers were picking fans out of the crowd to, to play? There's no positivity there's out of that. Thank you, Jim. This is me, this is there's realistic. nothing to be positive about. I, it's adorable that, you're di- you, that you did that. That's fine. Just hit the Cartman button and move on. That's what you want. That's right. I know it. Well, fuck you, Cap. Um, Matt, what was your good from the weekend? I'm going to give it to your frisky Lions, Jim, uh, and the fan base is for the Detroit Lions that have waited a long time at home to see this, and now they're going to, to get another home playoff game so that the streak will continue for that city that has needed some some good things to happen in, in the, the pro football realm, I will say, since – college football they also had some recent joy and i'm glad also i'll give my good to jim using up all of the positive vibes that he had in football on his college team and thus sucking it away from his pro team marge that's fair that's fair um yeah uh (laughs) one of i i had i had the lions fans and 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 uh their their reactions uh to the i mean one, I thought one of the greatest things, and first off, that game being on NBC to the point where um, I think he lives up near Ann Arbor, near Detroit, Mike Tirico on the call, being able to give a perspective on what that win means yeah. to Lions fans, but also giving it the chance just to breathe, like let, letting letting that letting that moment, and then cutting to these fans who are like trying to high five, and they're not really even sure how do it. Is it like a normal high five? Is it like a playoff victory <laughs> high five? Is it the same? I don't like. I don't know what to do. Um, what happens? Like, and the, the the amazing part too about that is that not only because uh, your Cowboys suck, they're getting two. Oh home my games. god! Fuck off! 
They get two home games now as a result. Uh, yeah, I mean, I already said that. And depending <laughs> what happens, they could get a third. Like, let's let's be fair about it as well. Ooh, Kyle, Uh-oh. I I didn't Uh-oh. say any. I didn't. I mean, it's it's a it's a fact. I'm not mad at it. It's on the table. It's literally a fact. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sitting here calling shots or shooting things across the bow. That'll come later. You, you would excuse uh, EJ that, you know, facts are involved. So that kind of confuses him. But um, listen, by the way, Jim, I think it's worth noting, too, going back quickly to my allegation of uh, the misappropriation of Lucifer Morningstar. I did have hamburgers for lunch today, so I can get over it now. Hamburgers. <laughs> hamburgers. Wasn't, wasn't, was it today or yesterday was the anniversary of the hamburgers? Yesterday. Tweet? Yeah. Yesterday was the yesterday? hamburgers. Yes. Tweet. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had it today. Sorry. There you I go. was very late. Oh, close late. enough. Close enough. That's fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Um, my good look. I, I can, can we just, can we just say, uh, first, first playoff game performances by multiple players? Um, CJ Stroud. Looked not phased by the moment. Puka Nakua, even in a loss, um, had a tremendous game. I'll give credit where credit's due. Jordan Love, um, I, I I wanted to check that guy's number to make sure there wasn't a 12 or a 4 um, underneath that top layer, man. Like, it was just – it was absurd. If you want – you can hear my full thoughts on things that happened yesterday and, and – or uh, Sunday and whatnot – um, on my observations this week on the Huddle Up feed, being also the uh, saddest I, Twitter feed on Twitter. Uh, uh, that was Jim Sports. Um, I have to formally apologize to Jim real quick, though, because I, I remember teasing you last whole last week about the PTSD thing and all that. Well, it's just Jordan Love, not Aaron Rodgers. Hey, I apologize, brother. I, I, I mean, I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. I don't like I don't like doing it because of what happened, but I have to do it I'm because sorry. I fucking tried to tell you, bro. You fucking did. You the minute what? that the minute I saw that matchup, I'm like, I hate, I hate this. I hate Can you this. You like Christian version because I deserve one <laughs> there, too. There I we tried go. To fucking... I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't. Um, but yeah, bad, just uh, yeah, Stroud, Nakua, uh, Jordan Love. I'm probably missing a couple there, man. There's there's a lot of guys um, yeah. who played some great football. Uh, Jason asked in the comment here, and and I'm not sure I necessarily quite understand. <laughs> or, I mean, are you trolling? Why, are you trolling do, with this comment? Why do you have to do that, though? Why do you have to knock someone down? Just to well, let me, let me, for the podcast that. listeners, I'll point it out. With Jordan Love winning, does it make Aaron Rodgers completely overrated? No. No. <laughs> like, Jordan Love in 2024. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ayahuasca. In, in, in January of 2024, Jordan Love doing what he did to the Dallas Cowboys in round one doesn't negate what Aaron Rodgers did for his career. Like it, it doesn't. And, and, and don't get me wrong from, from the, the question marks of where Jordan love was going into this season to where he's at today is, is a huge transformation. And the dude appears to have a great career in front of him, but like, this is one season, and I'm not. And I'm not sitting here saying like this is a flash in the pan. He's not going to be able right. to do it again. But, but like that's on the table. But it, it is on. It is absolutely on the table. But like not let, in this season, Jim. We're talking about before Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah, we're questioning this guy. Well, months ago. I mean, yeah. look, the, a a up and down year for a first time starter. I think people need to like tap the brakes on like questioning Clearly. the guy. You know what I mean? So like. I- Packers had eight wins and was seen as an optimist, Jim. Right. Yeah. I mean, so they got nine. They now are the first seven seed to win uh, in the Super Wild Card weekend. 
you know, obviously they have a huge test in front of them this weekend. More on that. We pick it here in a, in a little bit. But like, let let's 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 give Jordan Love his credit. Let's not let's not try to you know. I'm no I'm no Aaron Rodgers apologist. If you follow me on Twitter at Big Jim Sports, no. um, so <laughs> like I'm say. this, you but but say. like I can also separate QA Ron versus Aaron Rodgers on the field. So like let's it doesn't take away from what what Rodgers has done over the course of his career. Like let's let's. Jim, did you offer up Mikey Burns good? Because I think it's worth mention. Uh, I must have missed it. Mike has his good, uh, the Dan Campbell post-game speech. Uh, Jared Goff is good enough for Detroit. Yeah, absolutely, okay. man. Um, and and me and I don't know if this starts the transition to the bad. Is like I don't, and this isn't even necessarily mine, but like I don't, I don't necessarily understand the. Uh, the like Matt Stafford hatred in Detroit. Like, I'm not even talking like the booing at the like he's a rival player, their first home game in how many decades, like whatever. You boo him when he comes on the field, it is what it is. But like I've seen a lot of like Lions fans that that like like hate Stafford. I'm like, what is there to hate Matthew Stafford about? Like, Did this, I miss something? Like this this dude uh, this, this dude like about fucking got killed for your franchise trying to make them into something and he yeah. got traded like like he didn't like beg like get me out of this hellhole of detroit right. like, but if he, uh, and rightly so right like okay. but like but like it, it didn't it didn't end horribly like uh, right i don't remember that happening at one point that was that a bad a bad uh you know situation yeah i remember to be pretty clean but like i think i think it, the the embracing jared goff because like let's be fair like i, I think when you look at his time in Los Angeles, it was like they want. I like. I feel like the attitude was like they won in spite of Jared Goff, and then he he's part of that trade, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is the are the Lions doing?" And like, it, look, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not even Matthew Stafford. Okay, like he's not the greatest quarterback ever to ever to uh, put on a helmet. However. However, he's he's very efficient. Like the the times it points this season and last season when the Lions weren't doing well, it's when he had one of these games where he he wasn't great with the football. But the fact that this team's been as successful as it is is because a lot of times he he's just responsible with the ball. And and like he's going to go out there and he's not going to hurt your team. Like I'm kind of jealous, Detroit. <laughs> I mean, that's that's called game management, Jim. right? And it, which is not an insult, as we've talked about many times uh, you, over sir. the course of uh, over the course of this season. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, there's a great point there in the comments uh, from Mrs. Big Jim Sta Stafford. I guess requested a trade, but I, like I did tell you, Jim. Holy <laughs> um, but I, and Mikey and Mikey I, says. Question it. Uh, my, my, my. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Mike says if you're seeing a lot of, uh, I think you're seeing a lot of hatred from a few people. Uh, a lot of fans love Stafford. Maybe, maybe we are. Maybe it's a, the social media vacuum. But great point by Mikey Burns. Um, moving on to the bad, Kyle. What was bad this past weekend? Oh boy. Uh, listen, and, and, and I'm going to say this. I'm not going to go full ugly here. And Matt, maybe I'm stealing from you a bit. <clears throat> But the fact that the illustrious career of one Jason Kelsey has to end with that bullshit is just sad. 
Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to try to sound like one of these Philly faithful, Matt. I'm not saying Sirianni's head should be on a spike, um, but I'm not mad at them for exploring the prospect of, of, of looking at if they can find a better option, especially in a world where Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh are allegedly on the market. You know, I, I'm not mad at them having the conversations internally if they are. But with all that in mind, even though EJ has decided to take himself, maybe he's chasing down a perp, we can ask him later. But, gentlemen, I come before the committee to ask, to, nay, declare another three-name treatment. There is a brother who out there who has declared the, the, the three-name treatment and has earned it on this show. I wish to, to secure House Kelsey in three-name treatment, Jason Daniel Kelsey moving forward on this podcast. Nay, yay or nay, what say you, Big Jim? I'm all for it, man. I, I, I love that guy. Thank you. He had, to, he, had to, he had to take a secure – EJ had to take a secure call, I suppose. But he's going <laughs> to say yes because fuck him. Yeah. All right, so be it. Jason Daniel Kelsey moving forward. Do you approve – of Jason Daniel Kelsey, sir. Absolutely, without question. Step call. Let's go. Moving on. Yeah, man. That that uh, whole thing. Hell, if you want to give, if you want to give uh, Mama Kelsey uh, the middle name treatment, I would allow that as well. <laughs> um, like that feels intrusive somehow. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, one hundred percent. Matt, what was your bad from this past weekend? Uh, I saw Devin's, which makes me chuckle since his Dolphins laid a fucking egg. So I'm going to actually <laughs> give my bad to both the, the play calling of the Dolphins and the Eagles um, because there was just zero creativity. Thing sucks. Probably more so to the Dolphins because it's, what, 27 below zero. There's heavy gusts of wind. Uh, and they're, you know, thinking, hey, let's do these screens all evening and throw the ball. Uh, in this extremely cold weather because that's going to work well. The ball feels like a rock when it hits your hands. You're catching it five yards behind the line of scrimmage against the defense that plays it well all night, and there was just no changing of that play calling. Same can be said for the Eagles, uh, except the screens Dang. and the verticals was really all they had in that playbook. Uh, you know, we, we called one slant that went for 52 yards, and then when I take that play out of the playbook, don't want to see that anymore. Uh, Swift has four carries for 22 yards. Get on the bench, man. What are you doing? Uh, so I would say both the the offensive play calling for the the Dolphins and the Eagles. But they are who we thought they were. Um. Yeah. It, it wasn't. I mean, you can if you want to throw the Cowboys play calling on both sides of the ball on there. You can you can do that as well because I I won't mind. I was gonna leave that for you, Jim. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well. We'll. Uh, We'll, we'll get there. Not great, uh, EJ, what was your bad from this past weekend? Uh, Joe Flacco. Can we, uh, He's I'm, elite. I'm a Flacco now. Yeah, oh, elite on, Flacco. Man. Remember that guy? <laughs> okay, now I, mean, I mean, straight fiction, obviously. Come right on, off man. Now. Dude's 38. <laughs> what are you doing? 39. Get it right, buddy. Turn back <laughs> into a pumpkin. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, we kind of saw clues even in some of these wins, though. He was, you know, very reckless with the ball. Brown, anyway. Wear orange. Why didn't he just turn back into a pumpkin? It makes yeah. sense. To me. Okay, he's thirty nine today. Okay, yeah, happy I mean, birthday, yeah. Joe! And you got jackass EJ over here throwing you I under the bus. Hey, yo, that motherfucker's way past midnight. Is he thirty nine years old, Jim? Yeah, but I didn't know it was his birthday today. 
Oops, I'm not no. also the one ripping him apart on his birthday, asshole. <laughs> birthday, <mommy. laughs> to be fair, <laughs> kind of mean, no, no. but no. I mean, it's a cool, cool, cool story, obviously, man. But to do it on short notice, obviously. But how yeah, long? What, 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 to accept it was a cool story is funny, but well, yeah, actually, but, not you so much, Jim. Just the tool over here. But the fall, fall from grace, like in the span of like a, a week, it's like, oh, okay, it's he's Joe Flacco. Just right. a reminder that he's Joe Flacco. I not, mean, not a Hall of Famer. Like, relax. But like. Okay, Mister, uh, the Browns could have been a Super Bowl contender this year. Like, okay. it, so like now you're here just it's well, it is a it is a classic yeah. fence sitting move. I, I do have to appreciate oh, exactly. that. I actually will give a good to EJ for actually owning that bad take and not saying, "Well, I said they could be one." <laughs> that that saying, is like, true. <laughs> that is true. Look, that is true. We'll and look, it. information changes. You know, I I will I'll go according. It's not fluid. You don't fucking reject it. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, I mean Joe Flacco does not play on the defense that gave up forty five points either. So thank he you, thank you, Mikey, four, for that up, point. He gave him literally fourteen of that. That's true. That's true. He the, the defense only gave up thirty one because Matt. That's oh, okay. Okay, my bad. My bad. Uh, <laughs> good lord. Um, Listen, we went from we went from EJ saying the Browns are going to the Super Bowl potentially to then. Him taking the Browns to the Super Bowl, proverbially. Yes, that's a poop joke. Moving yes, on. yes, we 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 got that. <laughs> um, my bad is the NFL concussion protocol. Um, I don't I don't know if anybody noticed. Uh, Matt Stafford. I don't know what part made me feel uncomfortable more that he did like the 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 take my strong hand from the scary movie movie or the fact that his eyes were more glazed over than me, mine on a Saturday night in college. But, like, man, the fact that they – well, and besides whatever bodily injury he had on that play, um, is the fact that this motherfucker is staring up at the roof of Ford Field thinking he's Andre the Giant at the Superdome – or Silverdome, brother, in WrestleMania three. <laughs> like, dude, how is that guy back in the game – on the next drive, what, and and like this is this has kind of been my my thing with the concussion protocol, and I've tweeted it many a times. Is like the bigger the star, the less the NFL gives a shit about your personal safety. Um, yeah, I mean, thank God, I guess that Safford didn't take a hit like that again. But woof, man, that that was that was brutal. That was that was a scary look. Jim, I feel compelled to add at this too, like especially with more and more of the current and former recent former players that are getting podcasts and just fucking joking. Like, listen, as much as I don't appreciate Julian Edelman as a human being, I'm not saying he should be like he's a bad person. I just find him kind of raucous and annoying, and it's a me problem. I get it. But on his podcast, he's talking, he's openly joking on TikTok with Danny Amendola. About beating percussion, uh, percussion, concussion protocol. <laughs> yeah. Like he's beat on his head. Right, like, right. Like they, they, using his brain as a percussion instrument. Yeah, I no. get where you were going with that. Bring the full circle, yeah. baby. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's uh. Yeah. It was it was absolutely brutal. Um. Let's see, Devin. Yeah, Devin said his bad was the Eagles. Matt already took care of that one. Um. Mike says his bad. The media not allowing Mike Tomlin to give his flowers and uh, having to answer questions about his contract. I'm going to throw a flag on that one, Mike, because Mike McCarthy addressed questions about his future, about his contract. Nick Sirianni addressed uh, questions about his contract. Here's the thing, man. 
I understand you're frustrated. You lost. It, it sucks. But like, all you gotta, all you gotta do is like, hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm upset from like. I mean, I thought Sirianni, who's a guy that I am not a big fan of, like I thought he answered that question really, really well. He's like, look, I'm not, I'm not worried about my contract right now. I'm worried about a locker room full of guys who just lost. Like that's a much better way than just stepping off the microphone and walking out of the room. Right. I'm, I, I'm not a fan of that. As, as the media member who's in press post-game press conferences regularly in the room, I'm not ask about the contract guy. I'm never going to pose that question. Um, I don't think the coach is going to give me an answer I like anyway Probably that not. I can use. Um, but the argument's going to – I actually, shit, I already see it in the fucking comments. Um, the argument's going to be that that's the job, um, and I'm not here to say that it's not. And no disrespect, Joe, I'm not saying that you're wrong to make that statement. I would contend personally in, 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 in my execution of the craft that that is not a post-game press conference question. That is a week of the following uh, or the following press conference question. Now, Absolutely. or a breakdown it, day or a breakdown or day the, question. Or, no, or like exit, exit meetings. Exit, you know, I don't course. know. I don't know the protocol as well as I probably should for NFL media yet. I'm not sure they get that extra day. So maybe the worry is that they won't get another chance to ask that question. So I will throw that on the table. Got to do full disclosure here. But me personally, you won't ask, you won't catch me asking about the contract because right. nothing, just if I had an exchange with Demarcus Lawrence, who thought I was hinting about asking about his contract at a pro bowl. I was like, no, man, I, it's a, I said to him, and I, I realized I said this to him, like, kind of like just talking trash in a way that was far more severe, but he rolled with it because he was cool that I wasn't asking. Say, no, man, I'm new at this. I'm not that damn new. I'm not trying to ask about your contract. Okay, cool. Go ahead. I'm like, I listened to the tape later. I'm like, holy shit. I probably just talked trash on Jim's favorite defender at the time. <laughs> yeah, Joe's Joe, point too. Also, he's talking media asking questions. It's your job. I get what you're saying there, but imagine this you just played a hard fought game, season just ended. And we're literally minutes after the game, and you're asking me about my contract. Well, like, I, I no one's thinking about the contract right now minutes after a fucking game. Sorry, well, no, that's not happening. Fair, <laughs> but again, if a media guy doesn't think he'll have another shot to pose the question, and he's getting questioned from elsewhere, he's going to have to take a shot. I, I don't also, think, also, yeah. not, to, not to jump on, like, if you are a head coach in the league who's been in the league for as long as, as Tomlin has, and has been around the game as long as Tomlin has, you know that so, that there is a possibility that somebody is asking that question. I'm sorry, you you can't you can't say that you're completely blindsided by that question. Like I I understand emotions are up and whatnot, but it, I, I'm I'm sorry. I I I called out Marshawn Lynch when he 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 did what he did to the media and treated the media that way. I'm going to say the same thing about Mike Tomlin. Like. Yeah, it, it's it it is a hard spot to be in, but also those those guys and the, those men and women who are media and they are they're working on their story. If they like Kyle said, th this may be their only chance in that room. And Mike, I get your point about like Sirianni and Mike McCarthy and other coaches that have addressed it. You know that they were they had quarterbacks and players and stuff were supposed to be there. You have Mike Tomlin there with Mason Rudolph. He turned the keys over to Mason Rudolph because Mason Rudolph gave him the best chance to win. Like, right. so, you know, 
maybe maybe so like i'm not worried about my job right now let's talk about how good mason rudolph did to get us here let's talk about how how tough this team battled today to you know when when we were down 14 nothing to battle back and almost get a victory in a hard environment like to me that was at the end of the that was at the end of the the conference though right wasn't that like the they said any more questions and that was the last one asked was it i i i I just well actually matt to your point i hope that's the case because if somebody came out with that within the first three questions that is stupid i think i saw in in like the the video of it that i heard anyone else any other questions and then that was asked and he stood up and laughed yeah i'm you know and and maybe it was i i saw the the shortened clip and and you know, I maybe maybe that guy got the got the the play on the question that he wanted and the engagement that he wanted because the clip's been going around. So, what response? Um, I mean, I don't. That, to me, it's not the appropriate response, but that that's just me. He also says, "Have a canned answer, or at least say I'm not answering that at this time." At least, you know, to just walk out like that's that is a bit much. If we're gonna give Cam Newton shit about the whole post Super Bowl incident with him walking out, we gotta call this out too. That's gotta be fair. Yeah. EJ, do you remember the questions asked to LeBron in the the famous video where he just picks up his bag and walks out of the room? Do you remember what it was? I forgot shit. I laughed my ass off though. It was <laughs> like, stupid too. I I, I I I at least appreciated you know, I I I got it. I at least appreciated Marshawn Lynch I'm here. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like it's an it's a no answer answer, but at least he's saying something. I guess I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just me. I, I can at least write about that. You know, I mean, hey, listen, I'm just here so I can feed my family, bitch. What about it? You know? Right. Like you know, and and as somebody writing that story, they can just be like, hey, I I, I tried to ask him, but you know, he, he didn't he didn't give me any answers. So, um, and then you m- go on to the next player, and you can you can move on, but. Uh, um let's go to the ugly and you know what i'm gonna start with the ugly because fucking dallas cowboys man (laughs) like an idiot i'm not gonna go long for him you want to hear me go long for him on it go to the observations that i posted last night um i think it was 26 minutes you can hear the whole the whole eulogy of the 2023 2024 dallas cowboys but holy hell um let me just let me just put it to you this way uh this was the first time that i that i I mean, I, I turned it off at, at when it went twenty to nothing. Like I was just, I'm not, I'm done here. I, like we're, this is done. This is over. We're done here. We sucked and game over. We move on. Like it's over, man. At at, at at least, at least game over, man. It's game over. At, at the very least, like they did the thing that I I guess makes me feel a little bit better because. I, I I didn't I didn't have to antagonize all day and then have my soul ripped out at the very end because I've been in that spot too. Here it was done, it was over quick. You ripped off the bandaid and I moved on with my Sunday. Um, but holy hell, just what an absolute failure! Offensively, defensively, special teams, coaching, everything, everything was a failure. That we were told this wasn't going to happen. This this wasn't gonna happen. We've learned from this, and you set yourself up perfectly, and it was a complete failure. Period. End of story. Um, EJ, you're ugly from the weekend. So mine is the Eagles, but however, I want to take a little turn. The situation surrounding the team now moving forward. Because my first you know, reaction is that because all the Nick Sirianni stuff and. 
he's on the hot seat, this kind of thing. I was like, my first reaction is like, well, this is that's way too soon. This guy was in the Super Bowl last year, this and that. But it's a it's a lot of noise, a lot more noise than I thought it would be. I, I understand the 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 the, the from collapse in here. Noise from who? From fans. Obviously, you saw Fire Sirianni signs at the, the stadium. <laughs> you hear media Jesus. types talk. You hear media types. Yeah, media types talk about it all the oh, time. Look, so I look, fans look, I'm not, I'm not, listen, you hear media talk. It's, it's it's pretty loud. I mean, I'm not saying that's gonna happen. I don't think it should happen. I'm just saying I'm I'm a little surprised that it is as loud as it is though. I mean, if given, we know one thing, as, if we know one thing about Philadelphia fans. And yes. Not just Philly fans, but other fans. But rational. they are the most rational, um, you know, deep thinking group of people <laughs> in uh, in sports. If you know anything about Philadelphia media, it's that they provide fair and accurate coverage. Howard Eskin, national media too, though, buddy. Howard Eskin, the the cream okay, of the I'm crop. Not saying it's right. I, I'm surprised the volume is as loud as it is, though. Too much That's, Nick Knight. That's your problem. No, no, no. He, he, he hasn't spoken that much so much about, about that. I'm all, I'm all, oh I'm shit! You're out of your fucking gourd. He spent the past month talking shit because he talks shit on the fuck club. are you but talking he, about? But, man. Well, he, 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 but it's, a, it's a lot more people talking about it than just him, though. Admit the falsehood. Admit you blew it, and let's move oh, well, on. Oh, well, on the Nick Wright part, or just the whole yeah. thing in general? Nick Wright. Okay. The bottom line is, I'm just surprised the volume as high as it is. That's all I'm saying. Mikey B, it was snowballs at Santa, not batteries. Where's the batteries coming from now? Like, can oh, we, well, I think if, that was uh, reference a seventy-two-year-old story. I think the I think the batteries. I think the batteries was the batteries uh, were JD Drew was. Well, I also I also think that that uh, there was a snow game in the nineties against the Cowboys. Cowboys, where there was double A batteries thrown. Well, Santa Claus does not play for the Cowboys. That is true. Also Although he could deliver more happiness, also. happiness in the later part of the season. Than I... <laughs> I've been argued. I've heard it argued that Wade Phillips is close. Therefore, Santa Claus was coached or coached. <laughs> That's of, fair. One point. Um. So yeah. I mean, do you look? Do you think he should be? No. Canned. I, I agree with you, Matt, on that one. For record, I appreciate that they are exploring. I have Would I be surprised if they did? Probably not. But do I think he should? No. Let me end this conversation right now. Eagle fan on the panel. No, not you, EJ. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Matt. Um, Damn. If if they let Sirianna go and brought in Jim Harbaugh, would you be mad about it? No, I wouldn't be mad, no. But shall we move the fuck on? That's my point. Now, I will, I will, I will ask a, a uh, related follow-up question. Matt, do you think there should be changes at like coordinator positions? Um, I think that they need to pick a coordinator and have that coordinator okay. have a defined role on offense and defense. So okay. if if the offensive coordinator is the play caller, then we know who who that is. If the defense coordinator is your defensive coordinator, then they are for the full year. We don't switch after ten weeks. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, I mean, yeah, EJ, you're like Devin points out. You're talking about a fan base that dumped popcorn on the head coach. Maybe they thought he was hungry, like, and they didn't have a Snickers to offer him when he was leaving the field. I don't know. That's a good point. You're not yeah. you when you're hungry. Have some popcorn. That's a good point. Um, Kyle, what was your ugly? You know, I think it's ugly that both um, your Cowboys and EJ's Cowboys, Jim, as well as Matt's Eagles, are so desperate to avoid the 49ers that their choice is to just well, fucking. Fuck you, <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a dick what an asshole 
What an absolute. Why, why, why am I the asshole? You're the one that's having the Packers face. Hey, the if A.J. Brown was healthy, we would have won that game. Can I use the, the Debo Samuel excuse for this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That is a disgusting act. When did that come up? Did you hear me say that? No, I'm, I'm pointing out that that was an argument made by the 49ers. Last year, anyway. All Last off year. season. I had all off season. You're, you're conveniently leaving out the whole quarterback thing. That's cute. Okay. I, an injured player. Last meetup again. Just remind me. Okay. I mean, I mean, I knew your boy. Your boy on the offensive line was missing. Who's a great talent, and I will respect him. But yeah. Uh. Uh, man, what an asshole. Uh, Matt, what was your ugly? Jason Daniel Kelsey, bitch, suck it. Matt, what was your ugly from this past week? It's actually weekend? kind of already referenced by, by Devin in terms of the fan incident. I was going to start with uh, the Chicago Bulls and the booing of Widow. Uh, Holy hell. Yeah. Um, Stacy kind of bringing in Philly and New York for zero reason and saying, this isn't Chicago, that's Philly or New York. Like, Chicago has been a beacon of <laughs> saintliness with fanhood. Ask, ask Steve Bartman how, how Chicago treats people that they're angry at. Um, but, I, you know, the dumping of popcorn at Sirianni is certainly not a good I won't mention Buffalo. A snowball maybe got thrown at a Steeler. That happens in any game where there's I mean, to be fair, there. that could have also oh, been that could have also been thrown by a Steeler fan at a Buffalo player in the end zone. Correct. We don't yes. know. So, we didn't see so the I'm, point of uh, of shot. Sure also, just nature at that point. Fine. Well, that's very also ra random X fan, but like have, have right. Yes, yeah, 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 and there was plenty of snow just being thrown around in celebration. So I'm not as concerned with that. But as Devin pointed out, the dumping of popcorn whatever your feelings are about the head coach of the team, there's better ways to handle it. Boo the guy if you want to, shout something at him if you want to, but actually like taking the time to throw an, an object at someone is never acceptable. But more so, it was going to be focused on the Bulls uh, and their fans in that scenario, which was just, that was that was ugly. That was gross, man. I got lots of opinions for that shit. I got a lot of opinions for that shit, trust me. <laughs> like, 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 man, look, and, and I was talking, um, I was talking to a buddy of mine over the weekend about it and I'm like, look, I am not the biggest Jerry Jones guy right now. Like, uh, what he, what he has done to do derail numerous Cowboys seasons over the past 28 years, um, fucking blows. Um, I don't, he is a terrible general manager of the Dallas Cowboys at this point, um, because he's not a football general manager. Um, but like, I, if I, I'm not, you know, if he's being inducted into the Cowboys ring of honor, the Cowboys hall of fame or whatever, he still, he bought the team and brought three super bowls. Like I, I'm going to have common respect, especially if it's his widow, um, accepting right. a career honor for him. Like, I can dislike Jerry um and and how he's run the team you know in the 2000s but like you just you don't do that man you, you don't You can stay silent if you don't agree right. with right. it. Right. Right, just, <laughs> just that's a choice. You right, make. like the, make it literally a silent protest of the moment as opposed to uh booing the man's widow. Like it's I mean I mean it's not about history that went Jerry Cross even before he broke up the team. So right. and I might even I might defend it. I think what it did was cringy as fuck. I'm just saying there's a lot of history with Krause 
even during the, the six titles, the Bulls. So you're saying booing the old lady is okay. <laughs> that's what I heard him say. No, EJ, EJ, EJ. That's the joke. Just by the way, by the way, all Pat McAfee had to do to prevent. Aaron Rodgers are being stupid. So you're saying he's a pedophile. He, he, that prevented everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah anyway, that he if, literally if, could have just said it was cringy as fuck. And I, and I think watching her reaction, I feel like we're reacting based on her reaction. If she wasn't there and it just did the whole thing, Jay Krause, but no one represented. Oh, she's not there, there and they wanted to boo him. I mean, that, that's a that's a lame that. enough look. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go. Uh, like super crazy on him, but like the fact that she's there, that is what makes so, it that much so worse. Cringy. It's so cringy. Makes it that much worse. Absolutely, gentlemen. Quickly, I think I feel compelled to bring in a good Jim. Sorry to hijack. No, no, absolutely. But we've had so much NFL centrality, um, and so much shit happened since our last fucking show. Um, listen, Kalen DeBoer getting hired by Alabama falls under the good unless you're a Washington fan. Well, like we're going to get there in a second here, Kyle. But, yes. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I just want to circle back here. Um, uh, Mike had his ugly, the Cleveland defense. We heard they were good, played them twice this year. Uh, they were good, uh, but they sucked eggs versus Houston. Yeah, I mean, it was. When you're put in a bad position by your quarterback. That is not your fault. Um, no, but you still gave up 31 points. I mean, I, I, I'll put it this way. I'll review the field position another point, but by the same token, this just sounds like a Bengal Homer, 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 <laughs> Homer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Browns, the Browns weren't good on, on Saturday. Maybe we just put it that way. Cleveland, that's, under, that's an understatement. Cleveland was <laughs> ugly on, uh, on, on Saturday. Uh, yeah, uh, Devin says his ugly and fuck you, Matt. The Miami Dolphins, uh, the whole game. So yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, it's it. So all right, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, of course, um, since the uh, the last time that we were all together, three uh, major coaching changes um, in the uh, in the football world. Um, Nick. <laughs> Traffic, Jesus. Uh, Nick Saban uh, <laughs> retiring from Alabama. Pete Carroll out as head coach in Seattle. Uh, currently still an advisor of some kind. And uh, Bill Belichick out completely a uh, mutual parting of ways in uh, in New England. Um, let's start with Nick Saban since Kyle kind of started the transition here already. Uh, a two, 2-0-1 and 29 record. Six national titles at Alabama, 292-71-1, uh, career total, seven national titles um, on on his career. Um, before we, his, yeah, before we talk Dolphins about the DeBoer career. hire, what's that? So don't forget his Dolphins career. No, okay. <laughs> that guy. No, uh-uh. It, Kyle, Kyle, relax. Don't be Kyle, like EJ. Down. That's oh, the joke. Don't. And this is Dan Lebitard's fault. The reason why they got to eight and eight, which I believe was their final record that year, was oh, because six, of six and, six and ten. They should have been worse. <laughs> they should have been worse. So but they were. Wants to talk about that. I am definitely evoking the Marvin Lewis defense. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Um, he 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 didn't even want the job to begin with. Wayne Heisinga yeah, forced him to get a job. No, no, no. Heisinga told him. Oh, the Brian get, Kelly defense. I didn't know I was being hired by LSU. <laughs> no, he, sure, he, he, Brian. He, he, he didn't want to his job. He, he has got this so much fucking money, and he told him, "If you want to leave, you can leave whenever you want." 
And of course, Labrador played that for a long time on the radio show here locally. So, oh yeah, I mean, I, I have I have some friends, and I'm not talking about EJ that are Dolphins fans that are still that still Seven. hate Nick Saban to this day. I mean, Nick, Nick Satan. Yeah, Nick Satan. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's still hated here. Um, I mean, I guess I guess really the the, the question with Nick Saban, um, and and th- this will be the, the the question here is best college coach in history. It's not even close. Not even close. Number one, the bullet. Yeah. I mean, if Google can get it right that easily. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I saw some people like debating it and bringing up uh, some, don't get me wrong, some legendary coaches. That's oh, cute. Um, what you were know. some of the other names being thrown around? Um, I mean, I know uh, Woody Hayes was thrown around. I know Bear Paterno Bryant. was thrown around. Bear Bryant was thrown around. Uh, Bowden, I think I saw some people talking about. Don't get me wrong. Look, look. The, the guys Bruno doesn't have the legacy for sure in well, terms yeah. of wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, you know, the ugliness after the fact. But. Sure, sure. Um complicated legacy at, at, at the very least. Um yeah. but yeah, I, I mean th- the game in, in college football as a business and, and all of that was much simpler. Um, you know, uh, in 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 those eras. And I'm not trying to discredit with some of the great college football coaches in, in history have done, but, but <laughs> 201 and 29 with six <laughs> national titles, every, every player that he recruited, um, at, at least had an opportunity to win a national title to like now, you know, guys that were like freshmen this year. I mean, obviously they didn't get to the national title game and there was a couple others, but they were, they either played in a national title game. They got into a playoff like, how? And went to overtime with the eventual fucking right, national right, champion. right. Like I mean, in in what was probably, and I, maybe not even probably, maybe absolutely, his, his, the best coaching job of his career because this wasn't this this wasn't the greatest Alabama team. You know, we had talked about throughout the course of the season some of the limitations with this team and some of the struggles this team had, and he. he he was still, Looking you know, his offensive coordinator, right? He was, he was a, a, a snap away, a bad snap away from potentially tying the Rose bowl, um, in overtime and, and man, uh, so yeah, absolutely. Um, the best in a year in a year to be a lot of us considered them being a down year for them. I mean, yeah, I mean, it kind of was, late. they, they, they got the biggest win when it mattered. Um, and, uh, and, and you know, that, that, that is, that is where it leaves, and it's definitely changes college football landscape. But, um, yeah, Kalen DeBoer uh, from Washington. Uh, Kyle, I know you touched on it. Um, I assume that means you love the hire. I, I dig it. Uh, listen, I don't know a person who would have been both better capable of, of, of having to deal with a legacy like that immediately. No one's going to come out the gate. But, hey, listen, this Washington group comes out. They find a way. I, I know that the score is lopsided at the end, but after giving up two touchdowns, like Washington found a way to make it feel close for a short time. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of feel of a coach you need in Alabama if to to even try and, and, and succeed. Uh, 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 Nick Saban is somebody mm-hmm. who you never feel like the game is over with, even if you break off two big old run touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Like that in a nutshell, I think, is perfect and just for all the genius we hear about him offensively and 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 all the stuff whether it be Joel Clatt or any other guys out there 
They have nothing but glowing things to say about what. And rightly so. <laughs> Caleb DeBoer does as an offensive mind. And, and listen, offensively is, is where Bama has struggled of late. And they needed to bring in an offensive guy, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and somebody who doesn't shy away from what is, uh, I mean, obviously a desirable job, but a, uh, a a probably less than desirable position to be in to replace the greatest ever. I mean, that's that is a that is a hard task. I know I saw some like some writers that are like, just promote a coordinator, let him be the sacrificial lamb for three years, and then hire somebody who's going to take the job. But uh, yeah, credit to DeBoer for was, uh, was that the flashiest hire they could have probably made. Like realistically, uh, I mean, maybe Ermeyer, but that's why I it. wasn't prepared to rule Harbaugh out necessarily. But I don't think that would have gone that way either. I agree with you, right. EJ. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'd say maybe. flashiest. I think, I think, like a a, a Harbaugh uh, leaving Michigan for Alabama would have probably been uh, among the most shocking. I mean, yeah. personally, I w- I was hoping for Dabo uh, to to get the job so that to see Jim lose his shit. But, <laughs> oh no! If if Dabo wants to take that and derail the Alabama program, I would be I would have been more than happy to watch also, that happen. As much as we talked about Dabo refusing to evolve with the times, that cost him this job. I'm pretty sure. Probably, probably. Yeah. I'll um, tell you what, it's not gonna hit me, but him being gone until next year. Like I know he's gone, and I'm a new coach, and it's a good hire, but it's not gonna really hit me that he's gone until like September next year. I'm like yeah. two games in, like oh shit, he's not there anymore. <laughs> Oh, yeah, God. and Mike brings up a great point too. Uh, I know, like he 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 cares a lot about former players, and I even know there was the one of the one of the playoff games that they had lost, and and um, you know the his I think it was quarterback running back. I don't remember which one's the and somebody. Yeah, it, it's hard to keep track of which Alabama players were in in playoff uh, post game press conferences because there was fucking all of them. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they were getting, going to leave and he, he stopped them from leaving and was like, look, man, like these guys, um, Bryce Young's one of those. Yeah. Like, you know, these, these guys did their best and, and, you know, and like, you know, I, I could, I could get frustrated with Alabama always being there in, in the discussion, but like, I think it shows. And when you, when you really look at what he and his wife have done for, for Tuscaloosa and for that community, it shows the, the person behind the coach and and that's that's probably just as if not more important than the coach correct as as somebody who's been lucky enough i'm not gonna say fortunate just straight up fucking lucky enough on the one year that bama didn't make it to the goddamn top four um to have been in a press conference with him and jim harbaugh when they did the citrus bowl here um the guy in the room that felt more feeling in the moment no disrespect to jim harbaugh because he was great too but Nick, uh, Nick Saban actually went over some of the history with the Citrus Bowl. He even played in the damn thing. I didn't know that. He talked about it, though, there at that presser. The only dude who he dressed down was somebody who actually didn't belong there and tried to ask him a question about a scout and their ranking in the draft. Wow. Well, okay. you know, I have a whole entire staff, and I talk with NFL scouts, so I'm not sure about that opinion, and I'm sure your site is reputable and all of that, but I go to my own NFL scouts, and I feel this way about that player. It was fucking beautiful. <laughs> okay. But that all being said, I wasn't in the scenario where he could stop players from leaving it to give them props like he did, like the incident that uh, EJ is talking about with Bryce Young, mm-hmm. but I can tell you post-game to that Citrus Bowl, 
where he had to have been frustrated at halftime because Michigan was winning at the half somehow, despite inferior sized personnel up front. That changed later for this year, by the way. We talked about that already, Jim. I tried to tell me, but I wouldn't listen. But <laughs> see what I did there. But he still took the time to show the appreciation to the players and actually made a joke about the program saying we're having a down year. The one time we're not in a playoff when we've been in it at the time, I think it was either four or five out of the six times at that point. Yeah. You know, like, what are we doing here, guys? We'll be fine. It's okay. Sure enough, he would prove that all to be true. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Ne- next, uh, Bill Belichick uh, out in New England, a, a mutually uh, agreeing to part ways, which is kind of the thing. I know people like back, I think it was after the London game, were like, he's going to get fired. I'm like, not a fucking chance. Uh, they are not going to fire this man. Uh, he is going to get a chance to, um, you know, leave with his head up high, uh, you know, and I'll hit the. And rightly so. I'll hit the clat for everything he did um, in his time there, 266 and 121, including 30 and 12 in the postseason. Of course, six Super Bowl titles. Um, there in New England, obviously the last couple years, a bit of a struggle, um, at times. Um, but, uh, you know, he leaves there. I know he has already interviewed with the Falcons, which, uh, feels, (laughs) feels very weird, but okay. Do what you got to do. My guy, um, Matt, start with you. Belichick's legacy, um, especially specifically in New England. Uh, I mean, it's it's unquestioned the, the turnaround he did in that franchise, and I know a lot of people try to tie Tom to him. I think that that they go hand in hand with that. I think that he got the most out of Tom, and they grew together. Um, he built that team around what Tom could do, his skill set. Um, you know, he, he kind of was able to to formulate an offensive plan that was going to best suit someone who's going to to be a pocket passer, and I, I think that he had the right people in place in, in terms of coordinators throughout his career to, to get the most out of both sides of the ball. So I don't think that you can say it was one more than the other. I think that a lot of it is just kind of the, the way both of them were able to elevate each other. But, I mean, I know that there are people poking fun at New England fans and talking about how rough they've had it these past three years, but that, that man really did kind of come in and, and take that franchise and, and make it the – the evil empire that it was for so long. Yeah, for sure. Kyle, same thing to you. I find it interesting that Matt references evil empire because who's the most popular uh, uh, fucking character in Star Wars? It's Darth Hoodie. I mean, Vader. Okay. <laughs> There's the reason why this guy, notorious as he is, <clears throat> still very popular. And it's because he did what he did. I, I mean, sure, he'll be marred by having some scandal involved with both uh, Spygate and Deflategate. You know, how you feel about either is a separate podcast. We could spend three hours on that shit all by easily. But I have to say, for now, until he gets passed and will probably be passed sooner than later, the earliest candidate probably being Andy Reid, um, you got to crown him for the moment at the very least. Is it shrouded in mystery and, and, and scandal? Perhaps. But listen. It's not exact. They call it the dark side for a reason. Shit. Okay. <laughs> by the way, uh, don't take my word. You can make you can make it all about Brady if you want. And you can be an idiot. Even Hall of Famer Richard Seymour reminds us all when I spoke to him about it in my time talking to him with the three point conversion. Bing! That that was a defense first team when Brady won his Super Bowls, and they got to the point where under his tutelage, Brady evolved to be the game manager that he became. 
the proof that game manager isn't a slur happened on Bill Belichick's watch with Thomas Edward Patrick Bieber Brady. Perhaps the two together won six Super Bowls. Apart, they each get two or three tops. All right. Uh, EJ, same thing to you. Obviously, a a slightly complicated uh, legacy, though, but at the end of the day, he led the greatest uh, dynasty we've ever seen in NFL history. Uh, 20 years of of winning, not just the six Super Bowls, but also the AFC Championship. You know, know, making the Super Bowl, what, nine times? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, made, made it nine times. Take your um, school time. Find out. <laughs> two losses by the Giants, of course. Yes, um, but yeah, come, yeah, come against the Eagles. That's right. That's true. That's true. Right. Yeah, you you had two cracks. We lost one. We got two cracks. One both. Relax. No, but seriously though, and again, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> no, but oh my god, I, I, who the hell? Cash. You do. I'm now, sorry. 27, 29 years, buddy. I'm, I apologize. By the way, how many times did the Chiefs beat Belichick? Uh, you're a Chiefs fan too. Well, you're a Pats fan too. How many times did the Chiefs beat you? I'm confused now. You're gonna. I, you're gonna. Don't make him do math. You're gonna break. Exactly. Him. Don't do math. Don't do math. <laughs> I I feel like as time goes away, though, Belichick might become even a little more and more underrated. I, I feel. Given where we're at now with him, everybody's all, all about Tom Brady and Brady's and that. Right. Do you remember? Do you remember the first fucking five years of Brady's career, in, in those three titles in, in four years? All, if it's not for Brady, or excuse me, if it's not for Belichick, Brady's career exactly. Other coaches would have sat his pretty ass. And, and I say that not knocking Brady because I still think Brady's the goat. Unlike Kyle thinks. You're unlike wrong. Kyle, but but you're, you're wrong. But go ahead. But at the same time, this look, the, the, Brady does not have a sustained success without Belichick. No. Bottom line, it, it goes hand in hand. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, obviously, greatest of all time, possibly, I, I would say. Um, obviously, it's a fluid situation. I think guys like Andy Reid can change the conversation with, with another title or two. Or he's more. firmly in the Mount Rushmore. Absolutely. Without yeah. question. Without question. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, I mean, and I think I think that your point about, um, like, guys being, whether it's underrated or kind of their legacy is kind of forgotten about a bit, I, I think that just happens over generations. Like, you know, when when you're talking about like the greatest coaches, like now you you hear people talking about, you know, Belichick and Andy Reid. Like rarely do you hear like Bill Walsh's name brought up on like a, a sports talk show or a football show. Um, and and Bill Walsh was a tremendous coach. You know, like so, I think that happens generationally. It'll be it'll yeah. be very interesting as as you know people who watched this whole Belichick. Patriots dynasty from beginning to end, um, you know how you know, how it will be remembered in in five to ten years. You know how it was, it was Bill Walsh though. It's almost it's thirty five years ago he left the, the Niners, um, and he left almost as quick as he came. He coached there what like eight nine years. He was done by eighty nine. I mean, and, and right, record, right, but I, but, I, but, I, I mean, that was just, that was just the but, first example that brought it, that that came into my right. mind, like. People don't say Lombardi. People don't say Landry. People don't say Walsh. People don't, like there. There's so many great coaches that don't sure. get brought up in these conversations because, of, like, as sad as it is, a lot of the people that we hear talking about them either were too young to remember them, weren't alive when they were coaching, or you know, in in a lot of these cases, they didn't play for them. The only, only thing with these guys now, to Andy Reid and Belichick, also across the generations, these guys have been coaching, have been part of our lives now for over sure. thirty years now. 
I think there's two, and first of all, longevity is a factor, EJ. I don't want to yes. take from that. But right. I think the other piece is, too, when you say whoever the best coach for the NFL currently is, you're also enveloping. Like, when you say Belichick or Reed, you're enveloping Walsh, Lombardi, all these guys. Because the NFL, in its form, is the younger among the sports, right? I mean, baseball's been going on for much longer the, the, the NFL is still in its comparable youth, right? And it's a situation where they're, the, the reason why you feel it's like you're, you're hearing the word redefined or, re, or innovation or, or generational isn't just because media types are overusing the shit. It's actually happening more. When they are also overusing that shit. <laughs> they are. I, I, I acknowledge, Jim. That's the yes. point. But listen, you find me an article where that's I use the that joke. Word. Exactly. This guy, this guy gets it. Um, <laughs> This guy gets it. But um, I think it's more about when you say that, you're you're also understanding the lessons learned from the previous, uh, what's his word, generation of football. Sure. Uh, Lastly, Pete Carroll uh, out in Seattle. Um, There's appears to be some form of drama or confusion about about, uh, whose decision this was. I saw a report over the weekend um, that that it sounds like Pete Carroll didn't want to not be the head coach anymore and that the decision was made by people who um, aren't in the locker room or, you know, um, I, I forget exactly how it was worded, uh, not football people or people that don't understand football or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you say that. Uh, but, but now, uh, currently, again, as, is a um, in some form of advisory role with uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, but uh, one thirty-seven, eighty-nine, and one with Seattle, uh, ten and nine in the postseason uh, for the Seahawks. Of course, the one Super Bowl title um, should have been two. Should have been two. Well, yep, dumbass. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> it, it should have been. And I blame you. It, it should have been. You dumbass. Um, uh, there's a the the opening uh, scene. The one the I think the second to last season of the league parodies that one very well with Marshawn Lynch on the beach and uh, Taco needs a beer and he, or Kevin needs a beer. He's like, oh, here, uh, I'll throw it to him. Marshawn Lynch's like, no, 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 I'll just, I'll just run it over. I'll just throw it to him. What's the worst that can happen? And literally, like, Kevin fumbles it and, like, there's an explosion. So um, it was uh, – it's a good one if, you, if you're – if you've n- never caught it. Show. But um, – I, maybe this is, I mean, this is a more complicated question as a Bill Belichick's legacy because we know um, what his is. But if Pete Carroll never coaches again, like what, what is, what, what is his legacy, and where does, where does he, where does he rank generationally all time uh, to you, EJ? I'll start with you. I mean, he's a guy that won on both levels, which is rare to do, as is. That's one, true. One USC, one in Seattle, and Seattle was relevant for a long time. We were at one point looking at Seattle as the next New England-ish type team. No, um, no we weren't. There were people no talking way. about it. Yes, they were. Okay. Well, then, well, then the second Super Bowl happened. They were wrong. They yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, there's is, idiots everywhere, you guys. <laughs> yes, I'm just saying. People, that was a conversation back in 2014. That there are people that is have more rankings than you. Is this the next Who's dynasty? It's everywhere. We get it. Right. But, you know, like I said, I, I think we look at generationally, he's definitely probably in the top five. He, I mean, right? I mean, of his generation? But wait, over the last 20 years, Jamal? 
which one? Are we talking about like what what time frame look at here? Because let's say let's say. I mean, why don't why don't you clarify there? Since you made the generational comment, let's say twenty years. Let's say twenty years. Because I mean, he was so, ten and nine, so he's been around around twenty. As years. a coach in general or NFL only? Because it, 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 that's a conversation you talk about both. Since he was let go by since he, his position in Seattle changes, let's go as the Seahawks as an NFL coach. Okay, well, I mean, top ten. I mean, you, you go Belichick, you go top Tomlin, ten of the last twenty years. Tomlin. Okay, that's fair. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I'll give him top ten. I, I, I might still take Tom over him, maybe. I guess I don't know. This he was he, he was he was he was a really good he was a good NFL coach. He was a good NFL coach. I mean, again, it's a lot. There's a lot of guys in there, and the Sean Paytons and all that stuff. You want to consider? I, mean, I don't you know. Take the Patriots to the Super Bowl before it was cool. I think again that it, had they won that Super Bowl against Patriots in 2014, this whole conversation changes. Obviously, sure. look at this guy as, as a not Mount Rushmore type, but maybe the next tier under that. I mean, he's not first ballot, but if he got yeah. Hall of Fame consideration, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll give right. him that much credit. Um, as a college coach, as a whole, though, I mean, you win on both levels. That's oh, I mean, I, I I think his his legacy as a college football coach is greater is much greater than. His legacy as an oh, NFL question. Oh, a lot too, more yes. tarnished than what we brought up about Belichick. Correct. Well, Thank you. Too. Somebody that's finally well. said it that the whole reason he's in the NFL is 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 he was doing his best, Sir Robin from right. Monty Python, not to the Holy Grail. Run away! Run away! That, Avoiding the extradition. That that that's fair as well. That's it's a complicated legacy on both sides. Uh, Kyle, your your thoughts on on Pete Carroll and and his time in Seattle. Listen, I, I, I have expressed my distaste. What I will throw out is concern for him. Um, this this to me, and I said as much on the Student of the Game report on the Earnestly Speaking podcast, bing, um, that I believe this is health-related. Um, and, and, and listen, this guy's, I think he's in his 70s at this point, right? 72. Yeah. Thank you, uh, EJ. So, I, I mean, you know, listen, I, I think this is an element where he would keep coaching um, un, until, you know, and, and not to, I, I know that there's negativity brought up with this name, but I think something that happened with Joe Paterno was he had to stop coaching months later, he died. Okay. I think the same sort of things on the table for Pete Carroll, cause that's how much he loves it. I haven't spoken to him personally, but I've spoken to some of his disciples, Bobby Wagner, uh, Richard Sherman throughout my career, being a press person. And, and and what they talk about him and what he brings to a sideline is unique. I think Richard Sermon said it the most interesting by saying it's a support group for guys with chips on their shoulder, okay? Like, a dude that does that is an impressive coach. Um, I, I hope he, he is overall healthy and all that. But, yeah. Um, right, and thank you, Burn. I forgot we did bring that up on the Student of the Game pod. Bing! Um, yeah. That came in such a whirlwind. I forgot it broke uh, during our recording. Yeah, my bad. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, obviously, my my hope there is that that it's that it's not health related. That it's Seattle was, um, you know, looking to to transition to something younger, or different, or whatever. Um, because, like I said, the, the some of the reports I've seen suggest that he that he still wants to coach somewhere. Uh, there's been no reports or suggestion that he's he's interviewing anywhere. So. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I know it was a very emotional press conference um, for him. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure there, Matt. Your uh, your thoughts? I know uh, for us as Notre Dame fans, the the Pete Carroll legacy is uh, complicated to say the least. Already part of the Notre Dame family is that it? <laughs> well, that it is. It is. A, it is a family. For sure. Family. 
Yeah, I, I mean, in, in terms of that aspect of it, that's why I've never really been a, a big fan of Pete Carroll, but you can't deny what he did for, for the franchise in Seattle. Um, I think that he had kind of earned the right to, to coach as long as he wanted. So it, it does, you know, as everyone mentioned, give the feel that this is kind of more someone else's decision than his, uh, which is unfortunate to see. I wouldn't go around saying top five generationally, but I would say, Top 10 is fair. Um, you know, he did win the Super Bowl title, should have been two. Um, and he has kind of he initially revolutionized the, the way defenses were approaching and, you know, kind of similar tactics in, in college. Do what you can get away with until you can't get away with it anymore. And, and I think that that kind of was a, a, a big play on why his team had initial success way out and they kind of falter off. But enough about Bill Belichick. <laughs> I mean, outside of, outside of like obviously Belichick, Andy Reid, who else would you say is ahead of him in the last twenty years? I mean, maybe, I mean, Tom Coughlin has most Super Bowls. He does, but well, it depends on your criteria. Personally, well, he said well, he said generational. So I'm looking at twenty years. So the last twenty years, it depends on your criteria. Uh, I would put Tomlin ahead of him for example. Okay. You know, well, uh, well, Tom Coughlin, he has two Super Bowls in the last twenty years. I would probably put Coughlin ahead of Carroll. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's four. Um, Kyle's yeah, okay. You know, I, I know he doesn't have a Super Bowl, but what right. he's done to to turn teams around is right. too, you know. No, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean he he had um Jim Harbaugh's a, or John Harbaugh's a good call out too, but uh, John John for sure. Jim on that one. I mean, Jim, Jim it was a very it was a very small window, but but that that turnaround with the Niners uh, was was fantastic, and with Jim, he's also done it on both levels, like Pete Carroll has. Right, yeah. right. So yeah, that's uh, that's another one for sure. Both are Boston. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think top ten is fair. Um, he made people give a shit about the Seattle Seahawks, which I don't think anybody <laughs> ever thought was a thing that would happen. Um. So yeah, it, it's uh, like I said, I I hope that. Uh, that health wise and everything, he is okay, um, and that this is just a um, Jason Garrett, another one. <laughs> you motherfucker! Hey, fuck you, buddy. Um, God, I damn it. that response, Jim. Fucking, I hate all of you. Just both levels too. He Joe Buck yourself. Jim's favorite team. He commentates for Jim's favorite. Just the team. worst people I, mean... I know. Just the worst people that i know oh, all right actually, now that i'm done with sarcasm not only is he a bad coach like jim implies yeah he sucks at calling the game Let's oh my god yes first so time lovely. ever listen to, listen to him this weekend actually first listen to him i was like it's just what? it's the awkward chuckle that he does after like someone says something it's it's like nails on the chalkboard it's it's so bad and the fact that i have to deal with the the younger version of chris collinsworth combined with oh. the fucking guy that I the oh I I miss Doug Flutie right <laughs> like how bad are you that that's that that makes us miss him as a commentator I miss Drew Brees I'll pull you a bowl of Flutie flakes Jim um all right let's uh, let's move on here gentlemen uh, to the divisional round only eight teams remain um, in the National Football League. Uh, we're getting oh so close uh, to the end of the year, but let's not talk about the end. Let's talk about this weekend starting on Saturday. The number four seed Houston Texans travel to the number one seed Baltimore Ravens, who are nine and a half point home favorite, 44 and a half. 
is your over under this one, 4.30 Eastern time on uh, ESPN and ABC. EJ, we'll start with you. All right. Let me get the uh, Ravens cover, and I will take a slight over. Slight. Yes. Yes, slight. Slight. Kyle. I agree with everything that EJ said. This is a cool story with CJ Stroud and the Texans, but then Ravens will now say never more. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Matt. As much as I want to have the, the Texans with the, the, the seven and a half points, I think that Baltimore has kind of proven that they can dismantle teams with ease. Uh, they're, they're well rested. They're ready to go. They know what's on the line this time around. But EJ did curse them earlier. So give me the Texans. <laughs> points. Yeah. You are a terrible over. human being. You know that? Um, <laughs> I didn't curse them. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, what is – I got to look to see what the um, the, the forecast is because I think I think weather may be a factor. Cold. Um, in this game – no, I think there's actually a chance of more snow uh, this weekend. But that let me – uh, no, just cold, 28 degrees, um, but sunny uh, and windy. So that's that, that could play into it um, oh. as well. Um, Baltimore's been basically resting for two weeks. Um, so I'll be curious to see how the early portion of this game could go. If the Texans can jump out, um, I think they can cover nine and a half. Uh, that, that, is a, that is a pretty big number. Um, but if if the if wind is a factor and, and they're not able to spread the ball the way uh, they did this past weekend, I, I, I think Baltimore wins and, and just wins easily. Um, officially, I'll take the Texans to cover nine and a half. That does that does feel like a lot of points. Um, yeah, record, I have the Ravens winning by ten here. I, I feel like this is the table set for a bad beat. So overall, you're safer going with EJ slight over. Don't touch this damn line. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, no, that, that, I think that's a uh, fair assessment. Um, but I will go uh, with the over uh, as well. Um, then, uh, let's see, Mikey B has Houston plus the points in the over. Devin has Ravens indefinitely over. Uh, then we go to... Uh, a smart play. Yeah, I think, yeah, if you're going to touch this game at all, uh, over is the play. Uh, all right, then we go Saturday night, 8.15 Eastern time on Fox. Uh, it is the number seven seed Green Bay Packers. They travel to Santa Clara to take on the number one seed San Francisco 49ers, also a nine-and-a-half point home favorite. Fifty-and-a-half uh, is your over-under uh, on this one. EJ, I'll go to you. Damn half point, I swear. Ah, oh, fuck it. Give me the Niners a cover. Give me – what's the over-under again? Uh, Fifty-and-a-half. Oh, it's a lot of points. I mean, I go the, over too. the Packers called off that they could have scored 70. I mean, I get yeah. the, I get the Niners are a much better team, but this is an offense that scores, and so do the Niners. I will Dallas tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll a good defense, too. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> I mean, I can't even dodge this shit. That's the worst part. Niners and over. All right. Uh, Matt, I'll go to you. Yeah, I'll take the Niners in the over as well. I think if it was in Lambeau, I, I might have Green Bay staying closer to, to San Fran, but that's not the case. Uh, Kyle, uh, I'll let you pick last since it is your team, um, but can you answer me? Is 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 there any uh, injury report issues with the Niners? Or are they healthy? No, the MVP of the 49ers, Trent Williams, to my knowledge, is currently healthy. 
Okay. I was going to say McCaffrey had, was practicing now, right? Okay. He's fine. Um, in that case, yeah, uh, as gross as it, as it is, give me the Niners uh, to cover <laughs> the nine and a half. Uh, and I will take. Oof. Because there's been times this year this Packers team has, has looked bad. Um, yeah. I'll take a slight under on this one. Slight. Uh, Kyle, go ahead. You know, as adorable as it is to hear about the Cowboys defense being good, I've never heard somebody overtly say, you could run the ball on the 49ers. That's a big reason for their domination of well, the Cowboys. You, Cal. you can't handle the truth. Um, you can't handle the truth. Uh, that being said, I don't think the 49ers really often have that problem, meaning you're going to ask Jordan to do a whole lot more, and I don't love it. That being said, I don't think this is a high-scoring affair. I think the Niners bleed the field with yellow and run the ball a lot with Christian McCaffrey back and all that happy stuff. Give me the, I'm going to say the under and the and keep me with the Packers. Give me those points. All right, uh, let's see. Mike has, what's love got to do with it? 49ers and the over. Uh, Devin has Niners and the under. Joe says Niners win, but they don't cover, so we'll take Green Bay um, covering that nine and a half and the over as well. Um, all right, then we go to Sunday, 3 Eastern time on NBC. Don't worry, Kyle, it's not on, well, it is on Peacock, just not exclusively. Um, well, how much you love the cock, Disney fan, or excuse me, wrestling fan. Hey, man, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I just, I was right. A lot of, a lot a of people watch that game on Peacock. That's all I'm saying. Does it make them smart, Jim? Apparently, it does. How? <laughs> it made a shitload of money for the NFL, and it didn't hurt people watching the game. Well, uh, capitalism listen, uh, works. I hate. I mean, it's ugly. It's dirty. Yeah, but so is fucking. It's a billion dollar business. Please mark 128. Woke Jim says the phrase capitalism works. Okay. I mean, like, I, I mean, I'm just pointing out the fact that I was like, look, people aren't going to not watch this game because it's on Peacock, and I was right. Like, I know that. That doesn't mean I have to fucking like it, Jim. Jesus. Well, I, I'm not telling you you have to like it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh, anyway, the number four seed Buccaneers travel to number three seed Detroit, who is a six and a half point home favorite. Uh, 48 and a half is your over under on this one, EJ. You know, I'll, I'll take uh, the Bucks on the points here. Detroit wins the game, but I think Bucks might be a little competitive here in this spot. Um, and I will take a slight under on this one. Slight under. Slight. Kyle. You, you shattering my world uh, talking about how great capitalism is as woke Jim got me to miss what the uh, what the spread was. Uh, Detroit minus six and a half uh, and oh, no. yeah, uh, 48 and a half. Yeah, it, it's going to be the over. Detroit's going to win by more than a touchdown. Listen, the Baker Mayfield experiment has been fun. Um, they're both going to score a lot of points, but I think the Lions are going to win by more than a touchdown. Yeah, I got the Lions. I got Jim's frisky Lions. My Lions, baby. Uh, Matt, go ahead. Uh, yeah, give me the, the frisky Lions minus the points. Uh, I will also take the under, though. I, I don't think Tampa Bay scores as much as they did against the the uh, sieve that is the, the Eagles defense. <laughs> the Lions is a little bit more stout. I mean, and, like, and I'm not trying to pour salt on the wound, but like, yes, if, if, well, yeah, maybe I was. <laughs> maybe I was. But, like, there's a couple of passes that if, like, if they didn't just bounce off of Mike Evans' fingertips, like, that game's even worse. Like, 
Um, yeah, I don't think they have the same luck on the road at Detroit. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Detroit winning winning by a lot. I think if there was any sort of uh, nerves or um, you know lingering effects of late season whatevers, um, they, I think they got those out of the way against a better team um, in, in in the Rams. So I, th- I think the Lions really control here. I think they're focused on the task at hand, um, and all and also like in in the in the rare event because like we've already made the picks like in the rare event that that Green Bay pulls off the upset on Saturday, like dear God this this one <laughs> this one could be a blow. You want to give the Lions a chance to host the NFC title game? Good Lord, against well, the Packers, against too. the Packers! Oh my God! My God. I don't even think about that. Holy shit. I, I would say that would be epic work by the NFL script writers. Like, if you want to talk about most surprising, uh, if that happens, EJ Christian, that shit better be your good next week. Or <laughs> gonna be fucking accurate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Please. No. Uh, give me the Lions plus. I, th- I I do. I think I think they're gonna win, uh, but by quite a bit. Um, you mean Kyle next week on the couch? Also next week on the couch? Uh, mm, listen, you want to talk about waiting the fucking van? Jesus. <laughs> Give me a slight under. Forty-eight does feel a lot for a Buccaneers team that like can can also just vomit on themselves offensively. So, um, look, Baker Baker's earned his contract for next year. Good for him. It's been a fun story, uh, but this this is where it ends for them. I think. Uh, Mike says, uh, "Let's fucking go, man, Campbell. Let's go, Lions." Um, and the over, uh, he's just ready to run through a wall for that guy. Yeah. Um, does he have like a, does he have like a twin brother or something that like the Cowboys can hire or like anybody is one gym when he predicted man Campbell to beat, uh, Ernest's chiefs. That, that is true. That is true. Mikey B did that all the way back in week one. And somehow those chiefs are still playing, even though I don't know that it was declared a must win, but they are playing the team. They are playing a team who lost a must win that early in the year. It is the number three seed Kansas City Chiefs on the road. How about it? At number two, Buffalo, a two and a half point home favorite. 45 and a half uh, is your over under on this one. 630 Eastern time on CBS. Uh, Devin had the Lions in the over as well. Sorry to miss that one, buddy. Uh, But EJ. I'm so excited excited for this game, mainly because it's the first time we get to see Pat Mahomes on the road in playoffs. This is going to be so much fun. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust, dude? Who do you trust? Guess what? I trust the tried and true Chiefs. Give me Chiefs straight up to win this game. Shocking. Breaking news. Breaking news. This just in. EJ loves the Chiefs. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god I think I have real news for, for a second <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no give me the Chiefs to win this game outright give me the over um, Kyle do not bet this <laughs> fucking game Don't you're do nothing it. but a degenerate god, you're worse than that if you do god oh just stay away at all costs that being said um, boy I'm going to do it, aren't I? You're doing it. You're doing it. I got the fucking bills. I'm sorry. No! Oh! Oh! I, you, you can hear the trepidation in my voice as I lose. But I, I got I got the bills in the over. Fuck. <laughs> wait, wait. 
It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I guess, man. <laughs> Shit. I, I got nothing, man. I, you know, here's the thing. The, the Chiefs are a defensive team now. I, I, I don't know if you've gotten the memo. Um, we've been saying that on the student of the game for months. Uh, Nick Wright eventually caught up to us. Um, hashtag, I said it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I see what you did there, Matt. That was wonderful. Um, but God, I'm, I'm like, I'm this close to flip flopping on it too, man. Like, I, I yeah. clear weather for the record uh, forecasted Sunday. Cold very, but clear in Buffalo. Very important to mention, Jim. Thank you for that. Um, no fence sitting, buddy. Yeah, no, I got the bills. <laughs> Pick the bills. He done did it. Uh, Matt, go ahead. Yeah. Well, rip my shirt off and throw me through a table. Give me the bills minus the points. Give me the over on this one. I'm going to mirror Kyle's pick. Man, this this one is a, a difficult game for me to predict because um, I've been very critical of the bills for years on this show and, and their ability uh, to finish games and, and, and that stuff. And they've proven me right against this very team. Um but I've also uh, been one of the louder people shouting about this Chiefs team is not the same um, <clears throat> as we've seen. So does different mean worse, Jim? That's the question. I think it does. And I've I've been I've been on that train for, for a while that this this Chiefs team is not as good as Chiefs teams in recent years. That's why. I cannot believe that I am actually doing this. Fucking light me on fire and throw me through a snowy pile. Give me the Buffalo Bills. Wow. To win this what? game. Cover two and a half. And I will take a... I'll take it. Slide over. <laughs> I don't like go. that number at That's all, dude. Bet. I don't, That's I, the bet. That's the bet to make in this game. I, is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, I don't like. Hey. I'm, I'm not making a bet on this game at all. Can I get a quick breaking news sound? Is mind? there actually breaking news? Yes, yes. Glad EJ. All right, so breaking news here: the Atlanta Falcons have actually interviewed Jim Harbaugh. Okay, all right, I mean, that's fair. Um, I know he had an interview with the uh, Chargers yesterday. Chargers. Yep. So I mean, there. That's two big swings in two days for the Falcons. Uh, fraud clowns. Fucking me. around, buddy. Um. Well, I mean, they're gonna have to do a lot more than a great head coach to to not fuck around. Now it is I'll a variable, very winnable division. That is for. I'll sure. give him this though. He's a, he's a good owner though. I'll give him this. He's a good owner. I like him. Um. No. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh. they just, just, just. God, they've done so bad with picks lately. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, the thing is, I, I think whoever in since. Harbaugh was interviewed. Um, the uh, the the terms of of the Michigan offer that's reportedly on the table uh, for him is uh, six years, a hundred, or excuse me, um, eleven point five million per year guaranteed, uh, which would make him the highest paid coach in college football. There's also language that would grant him immunity from termination for anything from these investigations. Um, so whatever NFL team takes that swing i mean there's that, that there's some big numbers there so it's going to be really uh, that's going to be one of the more fun ones to watch for sure um Absolutely. Uh, yeah obviously mike they yes they have desmond ritter now but there's this thing called free agency that uh and and, and trading and the draft and there, there's a lot of things that can change from one off season to the other but um yeah i mean 
there will have to be roster changes that go along with a coaching change. Jim Harbaugh is the guy that got production out of Colin Kaepernick. Let's remember that. That's fair. And, Al- and Alex Smith, too. When he That's goes fair. Floundering. Accurate. So, um, yeah. like uh, And... Yeah, so that's that. That is uh, that is a good point. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Mike has Bills in the under. Devin has the Chiefs and the over. Good job, Devin. So that is where we uh, where we leave the divisional round, and well, that only leaves one thing to do, right? Uh oh. Certainly not the whitest on this panel. Each week we look at... Oh, Jesus. What's wrong? You're jerking off two ghosts. Um, uh, as we do each week, uh, we look I'll at... I'm doing some dance. Uh, I know what you were doing, but it looks just as bad when you do it. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> him jerking off ghosts. That's not great timing, Jim. We, uh, we look at uh, EJ's power rankings. We don't do... Bottom fives and tens and twenties in uh, in the postseason. We just look at the teams that are still alive. So EJ, for the podcast audience, what is your top eight this week? All right, top eight. Here we go. Kyle, be quiet for a second. Number eight, the Buccaneers. Seven Packers. Six Texans. Five Lions. Three B the Bills. No joking. Three four the Bills. Three the Chiefs. Two the Niners. One the Ravens. I actually wanted to go four and four four eight four B the Lions and the Bills, but whatever. I, I, I had a hard time with a four and five, honestly. Oh, so let me get this right. Yes. Oh, well, actually, it's because the Chiefs are your three. But you picked, yes. you picked the Lions to 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 advance, mm-hmm. but the Bills don't, even though the Bills are ranked up. It's because it's the Chiefs. It's I, I like that you've understood that it's okay to have more AFC teams at the top. But, you know, yeah, they're, they're, anyways. Yeah, eliminated. But I mean, like I said, I, I, like I said, I, I, I told Jim earlier when I sent sent him the, the list, I wanted to put Detroit at four at one point. Because again, Buffalo, it's, it's one of those things. Where like, dude, you saw yesterday, yeah. first half. Oh right. my god, probably best team in football. Second half of the game, holy shit, they might be oh, right. the best team in football. No, but... I'm just saying that the way they play, you think sometimes you get the the vision of what like, maybe they're the best team in football. But you know, I'll I guess put it this way: if the Bills had that kind of difficulty against, say, the Packers, I'd be more. Wor- no, that's not a shot, Jim. I didn't mean that shit. He's over it. Sit the goddamn. Fuck you, there it is. Anyway, <laughs> bet the, always bet the over if we're talking about that, bud. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, if it was a team like the Packers, I would be more worried. Yeah. The Steelers are built to be tough as nails. It's kind of a thing they do. And as the uh, Steelers came back, guess what? They still won the game by two touchdowns. What are we talking about here? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I have the same top two. Um. I have the okay. Bills at four. I have the same six, seven, eight, as you do. I have the Lions and the That's Chiefs three. switched. Um. I, I think the Homer. <laughs> I mean, let's let's Homer. Uh, but uh, first off, my fucking Lions, baby, let's go. Um, <laughs> but I, I I think they beat a better team. I understand it was a closer game, um, but I think they beat a better team, um, and I think they are the better team. Um, it, it, and I, I don't like to look at 
in, in, especially in the regular season, I don't look like to look at like where teams they're they they have they're playing next or whatever. But when you're looking at the the, the playoffs in this capsule, the Lions having a matchup against the Bucks um, is is a very favorable position, probably more favorable than either the Chiefs or the Bills. Um, which I, I can't, I can't avoid <laughs> thinking about that when making my rankings. Right. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment too, given that we all think the Lions are going to win against the Buccaneers. That probably puts them ahead of the Chiefs and Bills yeah. because those two will have to play each other. Now next week, whoever was behind them will certainly leapfrog them. Um, but I think that for now, based on the way you rank, um, with the optics, Lions would be a three for me. Makes sense. <laughs> optics, you, you, you get me, man. With all these years, you get me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so Kyle's wife, Kyle, what's wrong, man? <laughs> you know, I, I, I t- now that you ask, you're all talking about the optics. I can like optics. You could see these nuts, okay? <laughs> Um, what would be? What was that about CD Lamb there? Uh, is that CD? What? 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 Got astray. Now, now you're rigging me over, Jim. I'm going to report you to the gaming commission. Fuck you, buddy. Um, you. So we Texans at six, Packers seven, Bucks eight. We can we can debate where the Lions should be. But the Ravens Niners obviously is the one seed. Um I, I don't know if the question is what would be the bigger the biggest upset or the most shocking, but 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 if if one of those teams were to win, Texans, Packers, or Bucks, what it which one is the most surprising to you, Matt? Uh the most surprising of Texans, Packers, Bucks, I would say probably the Packers. Okay. Kyle, same. No, spot on. Like, because I mean, at least the Lions—they only won their game by one point. Okay, you know, um, if the Texans beat the Ravens, oh, uh, the Ravens had the bye week, and CJ Stroud is God. Ah, oh, you know, uh, MVP candidate. Just EJ got to, tried to tell you bitches, but you wouldn't listen. Ah, you know, whatever. Um, nobody loved Jordan at quarterback going into this season, and if they turn around and break the streak of losing that the Packers have against the 49ers in the playoffs, something the Cowboys still haven't done. <laughs> okay, that – you know what? I'll, the one I hit earlier, that one's for you, asshole. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? Wait, wait, there it is. What can I say except you're welcome? But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's clearly the Packers. Yeah. EJ, same? Oh, yeah, same Packers, of course. I think Kyle, Kyle Matt says that on – yeah, I you know yeah the 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 Texans the you know the, if they if they get a win I mean it, it's it's a hot team beating a one seed that that's been on a bye we we've seen it happen before um it's 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 why I joke that like I remember the one the the first time that like Peyton and the Colts didn't get the bye I was like that was on purpose like they just got tired of losing that first that 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 first uh, divisional uh, game. Um, uh, Ryan says he's just tuning in now. What was EJ's worst take uh, t- 
tonight because he probably this missed it. Would be uh, the surprising nature of this week's uh, wild card Sunday, yes, or wild card weekend, yes. Surprising uh, being the keyword, of course. Oh my, uh, crinkle fries. No, no, no. You're correct. Your take is correct on crinkle fries. That's Ryan's worst take of all time. <laughs> a lot of things you've ever said. How dare you, Ryan? Uh, Mike says the Packers would be the most surprising. Uh, you know, Texans might go crazy. Who knows? As a uh, Bengals homer, I'm sure. Uh, homer. <laughs> Ryan said he's out with the, uh, <laughs> the crinkle fries. Uh, you guys can fight that one another day. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, and, and, and the Bucks. I mean, certainly. Um, you know they they they've shown that they can they can put points up. I like I don't expect them to win by uh, by any stretch, but um, yeah, it's certainly um, the 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 Packers would be the most uh, surprising in the bunch there. Um, all right, uh, guys, let's close out the show as we do um, with some locks. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Uh, we talk about for the uh, for any any uh, new members to the audience. We talk about things that will happen uh, this uh, this weekend. Yeah, Mike says uh, just hoping for CJ to do the Lord's work. And Ryan adds, yeah, MVP talent right there, CJ Stroud. So, um, Matt, what is going to happen this weekend? Nick Sirianni will go through his exit interview and remain as head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, lock it up. Uh, Kyle, what is going to happen? On, keeping on the coaching carousel, perhaps this weekend and beyond, neither Jim Harbaugh nor Bill Belichick will be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. All right. Lock it up. EJ? I know you guys, I know Jim and, and uh, Kyle struggle with this pick here. I'm 10 toes down and she's winning this weekend against the Bills. Damn. 10 toes down. Lock it up. Give this man credit. Lube free, no fencing. <laughs> that is true. I, I, look, hubba, 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 money, money, money. Patrick McFucking. Who do you trust? Hubba, 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 money, money, money. Who do you trust? I hear it, buddy. I hear it. I'll give, I'll give you credit. For as much fence sitting as you did, I'm I'm impressed that you were able to hop off of it uh, at your age. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> You say that as though Kyle ain't the oldest one in this whole fucking group, though. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to catch hell for this in my own house, but uh, by this time next week, Jim Harbaugh will be the new head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Lock it up. <laughs> hey, that's a good, that's I good think fit. likely than Belichick. Everyone keeps throwing Belichick at you guys there, Jim. I don't buy that. I don't think that's happening. Uh, I don't think it's happening either because, like, if you if you if you're gonna make if you're gonna make a move, I think you need to make a move where there's more potential to grow into it, and I don't think there's any growing with with somebody at bill belichick's age um i i think a harbaugh or a vrabel um would be more likely uh in dallas i'll say this and i hate the term but i'm going to steal it from ej here because i think it's the best way to express it if the steelers are actually dumb enough to fire mike tomlin and not learn from the mistake of the cincinnati Bengals firing marvin lewis i believe i'm going to go 10 toes down that should tomlin be fired he is the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys? I I would take it. I would absolutely take it. I I mean, like, let's be fair. I think the thing that the Cowboys need is somebody that can bring like a, a little bit more structure and discipline. Like it, yeah, the yeah. the impression I get is, and not that it's necessarily wrong or or bad, because I do think that he does seem to be a pretty decent guy. Uh, the, that being Mike McCarthy, but like there doesn't seem to be a ton of like structure and they are not they are definitely not the uh 
They are definitely not the mo- more uh, disciplined team. Um, who is older, EJ or Bill Belichick? The jury's still out. Me. <laughs> EJ. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Mike says uh, Josh Allen defeats Patrick Mahomes and will host the AFC title game. I'm directly <laughs> conflicting with you there, oh, EJ. I love that. I love that. Um, but yeah, we will see. Um, I'm sure next week we will come back and we'll have plenty to talk about from a from a coaching perspectives. Obviously, we will talk about the divisional weekend. We will look at conference championship weekend. Um, man, with the season is winding down. I, I I love this time of year because playoff football is mostly great. Um, but I also hate it because we're getting closer to the end. But uh, Matt, plug away. Yep, you can find me on Tuesdays and Thursdays on the 3CT podcast. Uh, you can see me once or twice a year on Earnestly Speaking, once or twice a year on Student of the Game, uh, every Monday on the Maximize Monday podcast. And I guess now I'm doing the wrestling retrospective with Tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow night. Well. So <laughs> like that. Uh... <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Uh, what did I say? 2005 yeah. Royal Rumble? Five, right. yeah. Check that one out if you want to see Vince McMahon blow both of his quads. <laughs> is, that, is that the one that happened? That's the one? Awesome. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, uh, EJ, plug away. Uh, Ernest Christian Podcast, all podcast catchers. Uh, YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash Ernest Christian. Uh, other than that, guys, great shows always. Wind down the year, man. Yeah, it is. Devin has his lock that the Lions will host the NFC title. Lock it up. Ooh, Kyle. Damn. That's adorable. See, that's just pure <laughs> bitterness talking. <laughs> that's fair. I, I like bitterness and pettiness. I, yeah. I thrive on it. <laughs> you uh, sure do. Uh, Kyle, plug away. Well, to keep it purely petty, uh, I can see that Devin and the entire panel has teams that chose to lose rather than uh, think about the prospect of facing the 49ers in the playoffs. Well, fuck you, Kyle. Anyway, if Kyle Nass is soon in the game, you can find me on Twitter at BSOTG. Find me on Instagram and threads as the same BSOTG. Find me on the Facebooks as they are as the student of the game. Check out my writings with Jaguar Report, the three-point conversion, and the black and gold banneret covering UCF basketball, by the way, currently. And also speaking of basketball, just like I was last week uh, with the Magic and the Minnesota Timberwolves, a7bn sports i of course will be continuing to cover the magic upcoming i soon will be able to uh see in person one uh victor women yama and i can be amazed by that action so that should be interesting an honor joy and privilege thanks to all in the chat and beyond but until next time everyone class dismiss yeah thanks everyone for hanging out uh we will be back here live next week uh same bat time same bat channel um uh, 8.30 Eastern time next Tuesday, but we appreciate your support as always. If you are uh, watching us on our YouTube channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you subscribe there uh, as well. Rate and review. Tell your friends about it. Share the show. We would certainly appreciate that. Remember, we have a YouTube goal of uh, of 150 subscribers by the Super Bowl. We're on our way. Uh, help us out over there. We would certainly appreciate that. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports, but get the show on all of our social media at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Again, back on uh, Instagram at Huddle Up Podcast Inc. Uh, you can get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. But uh, appreciate the support as always. Thank you, everyone, for interacting with us again tonight. 
Um, and until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the win. Oh, my God.